Girl show. And it's Rax, and we're back with another episode. What yo? <laughs> episode 91. Episode 91. Oh, episode 91. And you actually joined us. This is Chris, guys, by the way. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you joined us on episode 30. Yeah. yeah. Episode 30. That you was 60 episodes. You should have brought me for 100 in that case. Why? Wait, eighty thirty sixty. You're talking about my maths last episode. No, so where ninety one says I'm not yeah, sixty one. Right, you're right. You're sixty one. Yep. Thank you. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Listen, I do have the math pieces here as I said, but it's not my strong point. That's not oh, serious, <laughs> I hope you guys have been good. Um, yeah, we literally thought it would be really good to have a guy on because we haven't had a guy for ages. Come yeah, on. I feel and... special now. Thank you. Mm, good. So you should. So you <laughs> should. No, she's like, my member is about men. Yeah. Like, Let's make sure there's a man here to, you know, balance yeah. it. Yeah. To, to back our chat. To balance it. I hope I can do, I can, I hope I can do us justice. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you can. You know what? Let the record show. Last time I was on this on this show, it went on shade room and they were calling me broke. <laughs> well, the shade room that made you feel. Oh, one of them. One of them. <laughs> yeah, they were calling yeah. me. This is why I don't have kids for broke men. And I was just like, they? Yeah. I thought the, the guys comments. were like, yes, yeah, a good idea. No, the guys. No, 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 the guys. But one girl, I remember, she said, this is why I don't have kids for <laughs> broke men. And How many years ago was that now? It was years, but you know these comments. You people that comment. Yeah, I'm one of them too. Yeah, I don't really mind, you know, because if you call me broke, it's one of two things. I'm either actually broke, mm-hmm. I just stated the obvious, mm-hmm. or I'm not broke and you're just chatting shit. So, That's were you and okay though? Were you yeah, okay? Yeah, though? Okay. Fine. I just found it funny saying. because it was just like, they don't like, know you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought, anyway, anyway, we can revisit that episode <laughs> thirty. <laughs> run, run episode thirty to find out why they were calling Chris hit broke, that right? <laughs> All right, so before we get into the app, obviously we're going to be talking about fathers. It's not obvious, actually. We're going to be talking about well, fathers. Well, watch your t-shirts. We've got to play. Oh, yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? Figuring yeah. out fatherhood. Yeah. yeah. Well, congrats on the rebranding thank you, thank you, and all of so that much. stuff. You can tell us a bit about that yeah, in yeah, time, then. Yeah, I'll plug that. Don't worry. Yeah, but, oh, okay. <laughs> I want a t-shirt for a reason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you came prepared and ready. Well, we love that conscious, yeah, yeah conscious yeah. thinking. Yeah, anyway. We're going to do an icebreaker. <laughs> a little cheeky this or that. Okay. Okay, it's going to be off the cuff. I literally, mm. I'm going to think of it off the top of my mm, head. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. All right. So, Sunday roast mm. or your food of your cultural background? Cultural background. No, it's quick. I like that quick response. Come on, Rex. Yeah. Same. My cultural background. But have you had a Jamaican Sunday roast though? Is it not cultural background stuff though? It is, but it's, no, but it's the remix with the English input because you might have rice and peas with roast lamb and there'll be mac and cheese and a Yorkshire pudding. It's, it's a mix that is cultural. Do you know what? I, I can't have your Nigerian Sunday roast and it's like, yeah, yeah, all the good stuff Yorkshire pudding there's pan of jam on the side as well. Yeah. So it's culture. It's, it's cultural. cultural. It's the culture. Yeah, it's definitely cultural. <laughs> it's the culture win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um... I do like a Sunday roast, mm. like British style, but gravy, slap the gravy over it. Oh, sorry, but are you saying that's over your roti? You're joking. Oh, it's not over my roti. No. Okay. No, it's not. But I do like Don't it. Don't let pressure on you. Like no, I'm, I'm just checking. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. No, but I'm still stuck on you talking about pounded yam and roast. Do people have pounded yam with roast? Listen. Does it happen? Does it happen? It could do. Have you ever done it? Have you ever Christmas done? Day, yeah, they do the Christmas roast, and that's when oh, follows. Yeah, okay, yeah, what's up? Yeah. all right. Oh, okay. yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting concoction. Need to try that. To... Does it take? Does it slap? Pardon? Does it slap? It knocks you out. You know, it's going to be slapping. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Favorite color or favorite color? Sorry, as in to wear or to not wear your favorite color for the rest of your life. So if you could choose, okay, you guys are so confused. If you are. could wear your favourite colour for the rest of your life, yeah. would you wear it? Or would you not wear your favourite colour for the rest of your life? I'd wear my favourite colour for the rest of my life. As in like every day? Every single living day. Mm, like, I think I'd get bored. Depending on, it doesn't care, it matter where you're going, it doesn't matter what function it is. You no, wear you'd wear the same colour every day, all the time. Colour, every shades, single day. Is that, is that a loophole? No, that's a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wear the same colour every day, I'm going to get bored. I'd wear my, my favourite colour. What's your favourite colour? Black. 
That's my favorite. Okay, it can well. run. I don't want to wear every single every day, day, but I do wear it mostly. Exactly. I probably wear it mostly. You do, sorry, for the sorry. Most part. Tell me about the shades of black. <laughs> <laughs> Now there's like a rich, deep black. There's like a... Yeah, wash man. out black. Yeah. Wash, wash out, out black. black. Yeah, 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 what's up? Okay. Yeah. There is a lot of blacks, you know, Thank variations you. of black. Even with skin tone. Don't mind, don't mind. Don't mind. Don't mind. Ball out. I'm here thinking baby blue, deep blue, navy, teal. You're coming with shades of black. Not shades of blue. Shades of black. Yeah, man, what's up? You would have been better with shades of grey. But you know what? Sorry, that's your truth. I'm on my piece. What's your colour? I think it's green. You think? I think, I think, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Shoot me. No, um, no. It's green or I like blue. It's not like pink. I just look at the theme here. That you like colour? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But I'm wearing black. No, the yeah. theme is that it's hard to sometimes just pick, but I think I, I do like green. Okay. Ooh. Okay, last one, guys. Look, shells, sorry. Oh, your favourite colour. You, everybody knows this. Come on. Okay, I was black. just checking. I didn't know. But wait, I didn't catch it. Someone I know, else might you not know it's it. even black. If I could choose for anything, it's going to be black. Like, I'm going to... Black is just a very great colour. Do you it know why? I'll tell you why. Good. It conceals the lumps and the bumps. It conceals sweat oh. patches. I'm thinking strategically when I wear I black. It, I hear it. Like, you can wear black on holiday. Like, yeah. what? I swear when it like... But you wear black on holiday. It's your favourite colour. You said yeah, you'd wear you it the whole year. Black trunks. You said you'd wear it every day of the year. It looks yeah, 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 clean. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the UK only gets summer for like two weeks. So I'm just getting my house. <laughs> so true. It's nearly summer though. I'm excited. Nearly? It's nearly... Anyway, sure. Can we get to the... Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Okay. Would you rather no alcohol for the rest of your life? Okay. Absolutely no alcohol. Yeah. So as in, there's no importation. It's a drought season of alcohol. Or you had every Friday off from work. Every Friday off for me. That's like a no-brainer. Really? You'd work every Friday just so you could have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you worked every Friday, you're going to need it. I'm going to need it. Probably it. Gonna <laughs> need it. <laughs> Friday evening, just I mean, and and it. even if I had the Friday off, I am still need a drink. Oh, okay. So, so, so you need that rather so than a day need, off. I'd rather, no, I'd rather my time off. No, yeah, I would. I'd rather need my time. Because you might get a kick or a throw in another way, you know. <laughs> Go for a massage. No, I was thinking something else. Go for a ride and a bike. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't mind me, guys. Guys, we're talking about fatherhoods, the mm. role within the family unit. Mm. Are dads needed in this society? What do we think about this new age feminism and the fact that dads are kind of being, you know, pushed out of the unit, essentially? Mm. And what do dads even actually do? What do dads wow. do? Because I'm wow. interested to know. I want to know. And that's why I brought you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. So first of all, mm-hmm. Chris, like, talk to them. If they haven't watched episode 30, yeah. obviously you are a father. Just give yeah. us a little bit of background. About myself. About yourself. Um, Can I say what I know about you first? Yeah, go for it, please. He like has pounded jam on Christmas Day. His favourite colour is black. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he did, um, so have a Friday off over having alcohol. Oh. <laughs> Write my biography. Why don't you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, well, yeah, My name's Chris. I am 32. I'm a father to a beautiful little girl. She's five. Going to be six oh. in May. Um, I'm hand-figuring our fatherhood. And it's a platform that um, shares the experiences of men to help us be better men. For you to understand it's even better. Because clearly... You don't understand what we do. So what you're going to part with that maybe you get a sense of what we actually do. But um, oh outside of that, I am a photographer, a videographer. I work in IT. <laughs> Why I do a bunch of different things. But okay. um, yeah, just said you want to know about me. So there I am. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Multifaceted. Literally. Yeah, I believe I sh- it's my right to explore every interest that I have. So I actually mm. go out and just do it. You're right. What gave you that right? Pardon? Just this is what gave you that right. Everyone has that right. Everyone has that you're right. You're born with it, innit? Your interest. Just, and your just... interest. Everyone has interest, but they just don't go ahead and do it. Do you think it's due to fear of inhibitions or just the fact that we're in a society where you're kind of thinking to do conditioned to do certain things? I think over time you're conditioned to just to to live in your face and live in your head and mm. society kinda it beats it out of you and then social media on top of that has then made it even worse. Now people are scared to actually fail. Mm. and that's led to people not trying out different things or new things yeah so 
Interesting. Okay, cool. That's good to know. But got to tick, tick, tick. Photographer, tick. If I heard tick, tick, you know what I mean? Check out, can, figuring out fatherhood. Yeah. Find check out. out. Check out. All right. So too. obviously you've mentioned that you are yeah. a father to your beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she's six years old. Five going to be six. Anyway. Five going to be six. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when you found out you was going to be a dad, mm-hmm. how did you feel? We discussed in episode 30. We actually, did. Yeah. But as a refresher, because it's yeah. going to lead me to where I'm getting to. Do you get? Um... I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was um, scared. I was uh, worried. Um, a few things. I, I feel like there's a theme here with men that when we find out having a child, especially if it's our wedlock, we're not together. Because I was with my daughter's mum when I found out she was pregnant. So um, it was kind of like, what now? My life's coming to an end. Yeah. That's a bold statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, in your mind, you have. In your 20s, you're kind of, I don't want to say ignorant, but I wasn't so long out of uni. I was just get, finding my feet in the world, finding my place in the world and stuff. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like, and I'll have someone else to look after. Mm. And it was in the circumstance that I imagined or envisioned me having a child. Like, in my mind, it was kind of like I'd be married and, you know, we'd plan for a child. And when the time is right, like, we have our house, we have this, we have that. Mm. Everything's set up to have a child ready. But obviously, when... Thomas was pregnant, it's kind of like, boy, it's just, imagine the picture in your head and it just shatters. Mm. And I need to, need to pick, pick up the pieces and make it work moving forward, which is what I did. Obviously, that's why I'm here today, mm-hmm. talking about fatherhood. But um, in that moment, yeah, I was, I was scared. I was scared. Mm. Scared to, how am I going to live? How am I going to make it work? How am I going to my mom? <laughs> how am I going to my friends? Does that mean I can't go out anymore? Does that mean I can't do it? There's so many different thoughts in your mind. So, yeah, that's how I felt. Mm. And as you've developed, because obviously you're 32 mm. now, and you've got, do you understand how those feelings have kind of helped you to get to where you are now? Absolutely. I think these are things like, when you're on a path, right, and it's sort of just, you have your tunnel vision, or you have, or in fact, maybe you're not on a path, you don't know what you're doing, but then there's, an, there's a third party in external circumstance that changes what you envision for yourself. You sort of have to adapt, which is mm. why I did. I had to adapt. Um, and I had to adapt very quickly in comparison to most people and that was because I didn't get the nine months that most people get to prep for the baby I sort of got a very short window of time to adapt mm-hmm. and as a result of that so what's your question again? sorry I started talking about you really <laughs> <laughs> so basically where you were back then yeah. um, at that age because what where, how old would you have I was 26 20, 20, 26, 27 yeah. Rax has taken off her shoes guys just yeah, for those who are listening <laughs> Just relaxing, guys. Um, but yeah, no, obviously you had those feelings mm. then. Do you feel that it's like prepared you for where you are now in terms of like your your path and journey in fatherhood? No. <laughs> no. No, no. Those feelings, they were your feelings are harmless. It, it, it can't it's, it just depends on how you act upon how you're feeling, right? Mm. Yeah, because I was scared, but in that moment, it was sort of like, I had to knock it down and figure out what do I do now? I could either let the fear overcome me, or t- I missed out a feeling as well. I was also bitter. I was also bitter. bitter? Yes, I was a bit bitter. With whom? Yourself or the mother? Exactly. At the time, I was bitter with always mom. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was kind of like, it's very mature. I can say this now because it's been a few years, but it's kind of like, you did this, you did this. I didn't want this, you wanted this, right? Mm. And I realized over the years that that's entirely, entirely the wrong way to think when you're having a child with someone, right? But I can say this in hindsight. Hindsight is always 20-20. At the time, yeah. my vision was just clouded because like I said, this is, it wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't something I wanted. It just sort of happened and I was just had to like it or lump it. Mm. And I liked it eventually. So, yeah, um, I had to knock her down. How did you get through that bitter feeling, though? Because you've said it, and I expect, I'm assuming, but I I think men will um, resonate with that. Because usually they think bitter in terms of the mom, oh, it hasn't worked out, bitter, baby mom, they use. But for for you to say the reaction was bitter towards Mm. the mom, people don't say it, but I'm sure people feel it. It will come out in other Um, ways. So, yeah, how did you get through those feelings? It it was very short-lived as well. Like I said, I didn't have the long long window of nine months. So it's kind of like, what is the fastest way to get the outcome that I want? Right, I don't like the idea of holding bitterness in myself or in my heart because I believe it's quite poisonous. It, yeah. it, 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 
it overtakes things that you that it clouds your vision, it clouds your actions, it makes you do things you wouldn't ordinarily do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this isn't how I want to carry myself in the world, how I want to interact with anybody. Let's talk less about my, my child's mother. Mm. So it was very, very short-lived. Like, I don't want anyone to think that it was something that carried in my heart for like weeks, months or years. Maybe like a few hours. That's good. Yeah. And that's, that's maturity though because yeah, yeah, yeah. people Pardon? be carrying that's, it for years. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like I said, it's, and it's, it's, just how, it's just how I am now. It's just like, what's the fastest way for me to get the outcome that I want? Outcome that I actually want. The best outcome for myself, my daughter's mum, and for my child. Child's not going anywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like... That's mature though. Pardon? That's a mature way of Pardon? thinking. It's mature. Um, I read a lot. Yeah, okay. I read a lot. I listen to a lot of speeches, a lot of seminars. I, I, I actually learn a lot. So as a result of that, it's kind of shaped how I am over the years. Um, I think a lot of men don't seek knowledge. A lot of men don't know how to be leaders. A lot of men don't study leadership. And it's kind of like you feel entitled to be the leader of the ship, but you don't really know how to be the leader of the ship. Oh, I love so this. So one word coming to me is ego. Is it like, like wrestling with ego in a way? Your ego, it, it, it's, it's, everyone has an ego, by the way. But yeah. obviously when you say ego, it, it's got this negative connotation behind it where people think that um, you're being disrespectful. But in reality, it's just like, your ego is, cl- is clouding your... Because you feel like, yes, I'm the, I'm the captain of the ship. You should do this, you should do that. You should fall in line, which, which we'll come on to. I assume we're talking about Absolutely. what does father do. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But in reality, sometimes just taking a step back and realising that, you know what, I need to get us to this point. What's the easiest route to get to this point? I'm not trying to navigate difficult waters of my own making. <laughs> like, if it's going to be difficult, I don't want to be the person behind that. And that's just how I am with life. Like... Even the relationships at work, anything. If I'm, if it's going to be difficult, I don't want to be sort of difficult. That's still me. leadership, but in a different sense. It's like yeah. leadership in a in a way that's going to bring a positive outcome. Yeah. Because you are dictating the yeah. outcome by t- adopting your outcomes focused approach. Absolutely, and I've got ego. She's got an ego. Our egos are clashing. To what end? How does that end up? Sometimes it just I just need to keep quiet and listen to what she's saying. Sometimes express how she feels, and. I feel like that also happens in relations where the woman expresses how she feels and we take it as an attack on our, on our personality and then we, we respond as someone that's been attacked as opposed to responding to what she's actually asking for. Granted, mm. you people are not, you're not, you're not. You people, which people, <laughs> you people you, Sometimes you do not make it easy for us. You don't, you don't make it easy for us. But no, no, jokes aside, jokes aside. Sometimes it's just difficult because yeah. similarly, um, both for men and women, like, and everything in between. Um, when your emotions cloud your judgment or how you communicate, it can come across disrespectful. It can come across yeah. like demanding. It can come across like you're belittling somebody. And obviously, when you make someone feel belittled, they're going to lash out. It takes a lot of maturity and patience for you to be like, you know what? I see through the bullshit, but not everyone can do that. Mm. And I feel it's, it's, you're doing everyone a disservice by demanding that they do that, even when you're being disrespectful in the process as well. So... Yeah, I hope that answered your question. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, like literally opened a few little boxes there as well that in my head. <laughs> we'll get into like, it, ticking, 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 ticking. Yeah. So in terms of like the the role of the father, mm-hmm. when I just want to go back to younger Chris, mm-hmm. like what did you what was the expectation or what did you view yourself as in terms of a father, if that makes any sense? Like what was your what was your thought process that okay, yeah, I'm gonna be a dad, but how did you view yourself within that whole dynamic? Um, so it was something that evolved over time. It wasn't something that I learned from day one. And the starting point for me was like, okay, I have a child. When she was born, like, I didn't really know what to do. And being quite transparent, I leaned on her mum a lot to like sort of guide me through that process. Because I wasn't sure what was expected of me as a dad. Like, I was just like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, so. hey. but obviously like there's there's far there's far more than that that you need to do and I took it upon myself to learn what I needed to do I learned to respond to her needs I learned and as well as that because I also knew that I wasn't sure what to do I didn't want to make her life harder than it needed to be mm-hmm. so I just sort of reacted to what she needed in that moment and <clears throat> don't get me wrong initially maybe like the first month or the first few weeks it was tough because, again, like I said, I was still wrestling with some feelings that weren't really ideal, but it didn't last very long. But when we overcame that, um, yeah, I sort of just leaned on her to just guide me for what I needed to do. And then as I started to develop my own bond with my child over time, 
I started to react and respond to her needs. And like I said, I was reading, I was learning. There's so much information available on YouTube and Google, like in terms of what you, you need to be doing as a dad. So it was more like just be present, um, be supportive, be helpful, contribute however you can. She may not need me. She may not realize she needs me, but as long as she knows that I'm present and then in those moments when she needs me, I'm there. Like literally, she need, I need this, I need that. I'm pulling up. Can you have our daughter for da, 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 so I can do this, so I can do that? I'm there. Like even now, it's just like, you know, a lot of men, it's like, oh no, my time is my time. Your time is your time. It's like, no, no. For me, she says to me, Chris, I know I'm meant to have this weekend. Can you help me? I'm taking that because I see it's an opportunity to spend even more time with my child, be co-parent, right? So mm. any opportunity to get to spend time with my child, I'm doing it. For example, another example, she's going on holiday to Jamaica in June for two weeks. In those two weeks, I'm going to have my daughter for two weeks. And some people may say, oh, it's an inconvenience. But nah, for me, it's just like, it's more time with my child. Well, mm. I, there's nothing I'd rather be doing <laughs> than spending time with my child. So I guess over time, it just sort of evolved. Like, just be helpful, be be present, care to her needs, care to their needs, sorry. And yeah, that, that's... That was what I started with, and I end up how I am today. Mm. It sounds really good, right? Yeah, it's like active. Let me um, tell. Compa- in comparison to what we normally hear, I, very active, very conscious. I'm going to use that word again. Very like you do, know. Do you know? Is I feel like a lot, a lot of people, a lot of men and women, a lot of people in general, to be honest, they don't want to take responsibility for their decisions. Right? I love that. You I that. I. I chose to be this way because, like I said, the outcome that I want. I want a peaceful household. I want peace in my life. I want peace in my child's life. I want peace in my child's mother's life. If there's no peace in my child's mother's life, who's the primary carer? How can my child have no peace in that household? I cannot be responsible for my daughter living in a chaotic household. I refuse to let that happen. I refuse to go back and forth from arguing do you know what I mean? Like, it's just not how I'm wired and it's not one for my child because my child is, she's going to learn these things. She's going to be privy to these things. And as she grows older, I hear a lot of men say stuff like, oh yeah, when they're, when they're 11 or 12, yeah. Or give him, him or her a phone and then she can come when she wants. It's like, or when he's, when she, or he, she or she's 16, they can come and live with me. And it's like, listen, you've let your child live with their mom for 16 years. You really think that the child will just up and leave because you told them to. Mm. But if you don't hear you, so. Boy, happy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's true. It's true. If you don't hear, you must feel. Do, I'm find out and I'm, I've heard it happening to like mm. people I know at this age. So there, there might have been a father who weren't that active, mm. who wasn't prioritising mm. peace in their household with their mum, with them. And then the dad will get to 50, 60 ailments start and they're calling up their kids, kids that say our age, come and visit me. Why don't I see you? Why don't I this? And they're reflecting and they're wanting their kids are like, why aren't you here for me? And the kid's just yeah. like, but where were you when mommy yeah. was yeah. struggling? Where, yeah. were, where, were, yeah. where were you? And it happens. Yeah. Old men are living it and experiencing it. All makes it so sad is the fact that we have seen this happen since the beginning of time. Literally, we have so much information out there. We just need to seek it. It's been, this, everything we're seeing now has been happening throughout history. And some of us are still repeating it. And it actually, literally, it breaks my heart because it's just like, you're repeating the same cycle that we've been through already. If not you, you know someone who grew up in a broken home. If not a cousin, if not, you, if not a brother, a friend, a colleague, somebody out there. You, everyone knows someone who grew up in a home that was troubled. And you are going out of here to repeat that cycle and then say, it's the mom's fault. And granted, sometimes it's the mom's fault. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that to be an excuse for anybody. Um, but you taking, you taking accountability of saying, I want it to be peaceful mm. is shape-shifting. It makes a difference. And like, if Absolutely. everyone's done that, if mum's done that as well, dad's done that, yeah, like yeah, how yeah. peaceful would everything be? But yeah. rather than just being committed to war, committed yeah. to beef, I'm beefing you today, tomorrow, yeah. next week. That's long. Yeah, 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 but then by you saying, I'm choosing peace, you're just resetting the dynamic. Yeah. You know, even if one person's warring, I've one choosing peace. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, cancels it out or quells it rather than being fire and fire. Do you know what is? I feel like there's... You can only walk for so long someone who's choosing peace. Literally, after a while, it, don't get me wrong, it could take a week, it could take a month, it could take years. But after a while, you're going to realize in those moments where you're by yourself in solitude, you're going to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm the problem. It just might take a long time to get there. And mm. that is the problem because a lot of people don't have that patience. I got lucky. I can't lie to you. My daughter's mom is very level-headed. And I'm grateful to God for that. I feel like it wasn't a, it wasn't a mistake that she's my daughter's mom. Because I can't imagine myself warring someone. I, I literally can't imagine it. It's, 
do you think that's because how you so how you are as a dad in, a, in this dynamic mm. is it um, a reflection of how you are in other aspects of your life so you generally a person who is um, like outcome focused you think things through and is it yeah. trickled into this the aspect of your life you think I think it's the reverse so it, it before I was sort of just happy go lucky just no if you're beefing you're beefing yourself all this stuff but <laughs> now nah, your life I'm being serious it's like if you're beefing you should be beefing yourself it's a personal problem yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then when I had my child it, was, it, sort of, it made me sit up and learn and be a lot more intentional about the outcomes I actually want, right? And like I said, I've seen people war the child's mum. I've seen it. We've all seen it. And I was like, there's no way I can let that happen. No way. I can't be... Do you know what I mean? I, there's no way I can let that happen. So I went out of my way to, to make sure that that wasn't going to happen. How I speak to her, how I interact with her, I check on her, I make sure she's okay, and just the boundaries that we established, which have never been crossed and will never be crossed. And that's allowed us to maintain a very, very good relationship. I would go as far as saying she's my friend. Like, I actually love my daughter's mum in the capacity where it's just like, how can I not love someone who raises my daughter? How can I not do that? Mm. And as a result of that, I treat her with love. I talk to her with love. I don't, you know, I don't disrespect her. I know people, it's very, it's splits opinion, but the name, even just, I don't call my daughter's mom a baby mom. I don't, I don't call it that. I've never called it that. I never will. And I feel like it's just the connotation behind it is the reason why I wouldn't. So. Mm. Very respectful. Yeah. Very respectful. So tell me about dads. What, what are the news for these dads? <laughs> what, what's the purpose of this, the fathers? Because do you know what? Yeah. My, my thing is that we have obviously different households. Mm -hmm. We've got different, we've got families who are together, parents who are together. Mm -hmm. We've got parents who are co-parenting. We've got single parent households. We've got households where maybe grandparents are the key mm -hmm. figures in mm -hmm. that child life. Um, where does the father fit into all of this? Like what is his actual role? Because traditionally you've got provider, <laughs> you've got dad going out, doing the work, bringing back yeah, yeah. the bacon, yeah, 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 making sure up? everyone's eating. Mm -hmm. What does he do now? What does the dad father look like in 2023 what does dad do now yeah okay um i want to leave you some stats mm -hmm. some information i love right? that yeah yeah i need some information did you know that um children who grew up in single parent households almost like are oh, in the uk i believe 70 percent of children who live in poverty live in, are from single parent households i've seen you, that stat. you've seen yeah. that stat. okay mm -hmm. in the u.s it says um they are. Children are four times more likely to live in poverty if they're in a single parent household. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, alongside that, um, children are more likely to face mental health issues, including depression, anxiety, if they come from a single parent household. These are I didn't make these up. These are all stats mm -hmm. available on the internet. Um, they are more likely to face behavioral problems such as aggression and discipline issues if they come from a single parent household. And I say all this to say um, a lot of people try to quantify and measure what a dad does and it's intangible should I say it, it's do you know what I mean like and this is not to say women can't do an adequate job raising children on their own like they've been doing it since the beginning of time I'm big up them for doing it but let's not downplay the 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 the, the part a father has to play don't get me wrong I know there are fathers who are more of a nuisance than a helper in the household but yeah we are important but um let's get into it I think I have to look at it from three different perspectives, right? I think there's a generic role of a dad in the household. There's a role of a black dad in the household. And then there's the role that I believe that I play in my child's life. Um, I feel like as a dad, you're a protector, you're a guide, or, yeah, you provide guidance, you provide security. Um, naturally, children feel more secure in, their, in themselves if both their mom and dad are in their lives. It's just a given. Um, we model behavior for our children. We, our children learn how to interact with other people through their parents. The first relationship a child is going to experience is that between their parents, right? And if they don't see them interacting in a certain kind of way, how are they going to know, to know how to navigate the world outside? Do you get, is what I'm saying? Making yeah, sense, yeah. Yeah? yeah. And that's just generic, generic um, fatherhood role. I feel like as a black father, that's even more important because the world already sees us as for lack of a better term, bottom of the barrel. We there's already a negative connotation around black fathers and being absent in in, in homes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's our responsibility to make sure that we 
change that narrative. It's our responsibility to make sure that our children know us and they know their fathers, they know their fathers are present. Because no matter what they say, no matter how what we say, no matter how we feel, they, non-black people, are gonna keep saying, oh yeah, black fathers never present. And it's just like, it's actually incorrect. But um, yeah, I'm just going to go our way to break that stereotype. But alongside that, and I think there are certain lessons that black fathers will teach their child. Something I learned quite recently in the US, you know, I don't know if you know this, but it's quite common for fathers to teach their child how to drive, right? Mm-hmm. A black father will teach his black son. You know how they teach to, to hold their hands at 10 and 2 when learning to drive? Mm. In the US, they'll teach you that if police stop you, keep your hands at yeah, 10 and 2. And they, they do this to, pres- to try at least to preserve their lives to keep them alive. Mm. And I say all this to say that the certain lessons that we as black men have to teach our children, that's how to navigate the world, how to survive in the world because it's a jungle out here. Mm. It's tough out here for us. And we cannot afford to not be teaching our children these lessons. Again, let me reiterate the fact that women can also do this. But you asked me the role of a father. Mm. He should be doing these things too, mm. right? Now, my role <laughs> as a father, it's obviously to provide and to the finances, make sure my daughter's taken care of, but it's to love my child. Where's the affection? Where's the affirmation? Where's the affirmation? What's it called? Um, what different different love languages? All that love, stuff. Yeah. All that stuff, yeah? It's teach how to think, right? Teach how to actually think. It's, it's one thing to, to just raise your child, send them to school, they come back and then how was school, all this stuff. But she has mm. to learn how to think. How do you see beyond your emotions? How do you, do you know what I mean? How can you see beyond your ego, right? These are things that I believe I'm supposed to teach my, my child. My daughter's mum could also be teaching her these things. I don't know. She's a primary carer. We don't swap notes and like, what are you teaching her today? What am I teaching her today? No, but I'm going to teach her that. And if she's also teaching her that, even better, because, mm. you know, you're hearing it from both of us. So... I just, I still just say the role of a father, like, if I was to try to summarize it into some key points, is to love your child, to teach them how to navigate the world, to teach them morals and principles, to be consistent in your child's life, and to be present. That's your role as a father. I love that. Ad break. Guys, you know we worked really hard with the kids on our book, The Adventures of Casamai in Jamaica, where we talk about their experiences going around the wonderful island. It's available on www.mamadramapod.co.uk. So get your copies now and make sure you share and tag us on social media. I love that. Can I just um, ask a question? for me, yeah. and I, I think I just think it's specifically to, towards that. There's a difference between present mm-hmm. and presence. Mm, absolutely. Do you get what I absolutely. mean? Absolutely. So mm. I just wanted to absolutely. highlight that a little bit, and I just wanted to absolutely. get like pick your brains mm. on that because you can be a dad who's there. Mm-hmm. Like I'll even use my own dad. My dad would say, mm. "Well, I've been here. Like he's married to my yeah. mum. They've been together thirty odd mm. years, whatever. Yeah. Well, I've been like at least you guys can say mm. I've been here." But you being here is you physically in yeah. the human form, yeah. just being there. Have you actually yeah. been there? Absolutely. Do you get what yeah. I mean? So Absolutely. I just wanted to explore that a little yeah. bit more. I should have led with what I believe good fathers should do. Okay. I should have made the the disconnect the, the very clear. But um, I understand what you're saying. And being there is not enough. You you like I said, some men are just a nuisance in the household, and I feel like. You're just there. You're just how can you just be there? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. how are you just there? How are you do you know, that's that's what a no, this, this, this is why I need to understand what dads do because honestly, there are some dads mm-hmm. who are physically just there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you're here, but are you actually here? Like, yeah, where's yeah. your brain? But, are you seeing what's happening in our house? But do you know what is again? Remember I said earlier that um, we're responsible for choices that we make, and mm. they have chosen to be like that. Mm. Like, that, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You have a choice. You know, you're you're sat on the couch waiting for your wife to bring you food to your to your to you to eat, and your child is watching that. Your child is gonna go out into the world expecting or learn. They've learned to be subservient, I guess, for lack of a better word, because of what you have showed them in the house, mm. literally. So. Um, I guess in, in that instance, there's an element of, there's a conversation that the parents need to have, in my opinion, because it's kind of like, what do you want your child to learn? 
um, not to place blame or not to shift responsibility, but there's also an element of him being enabled, right? Mm. But that's not to say the conversations that happened behind the scenes mm. and he didn't act. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I, it's not for me to say. I didn't grow up in that kind of household, so I don't know. But I say all this to say that sometimes, as the man is being a nuisance, it ends up with the woman having to overcompensate to make things balanced. And in those moments, I look at it as that, and again, it disappoints me because we've seen this happen time and time again, and you're repeating that same cycle. But, um, and then it's hard to have peace. And it's hard to have peace. <laughs> she's overcompensating and she's tired and she's yeah. wired. But like you mentioned at the start of it, with the rise of feminism, oh, I'm hoping it, it, it gradually it. changes because these are systems that have enabled us to your disadvantage. Mm. Oh. It's a sad state of affairs, it sounds it like. Um, well, positive people are changing, yeah. people are being conscious, doing yeah. the work. Yeah being the actual present yeah, role, yeah. but it takes a mind shift, not just sit there and be like, okay, what, you know? It takes caring and thinking yeah. about what kind of dad do I want to be? Mm. Who do mm. I want to be? For my what role am I going to play? Because it's easy to not do it. I say even as people, us at this stage now, entering our 30s, we can just be the same, doing what we do because of where we are, or we can be proactive in yeah. who we are, how mm. we think. And mm. it's very easy not to do anything, but it's a choice we have to make if we want to be better people. So yes. it comes through yeah. to parenting as well. Mm. Are we going to be just doing the least or, yeah. you know, doing the most? Yeah, Or doing what's like just the minimal Bare minimum. Yeah. Bare minimum. As you said, just doing school run. Just taking <laughs> <literally, just laughs> <literally, laughs> them in bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. So do you feel like, okay, because obviously online, mm. I don't know how much you, I know we had a brief, did we have a brief conversation about like online, the fact that we just have to use it for the platform? Yes, but we right. had a brief conversation about just that, the I, fact that we have to I, use I it. I don't use it anymore. You don't, you don't. Like sit. if you go on my Instagram, it says in my bio, I come on Instagram once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Is that, that in your bio? It's in my, I go on Instagram <laughs> once a week. So, you know what I mean? People are going to, oh, you didn't retweet, you didn't like this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm here once a week. If I miss your post, don't reach me. It's not personal. No, no, it's just, um, it, it's, it's, it's. I say this a lot, but I really feel like social media is crack. It's a new age crack, and it's ruining, it's, it's ruining our community. It's, it's. I'm so interested to see what's going to be like in four years' time. We're going to do a, the research and studies into the impact social media has had mm. on society. Like I can't wait to see it. But um, I've identified for myself. It, it, it. I spend a lot of time with myself, and I read a lot, and these are things I enjoy doing. Social media is just mindless scrolling, and before you know it, it's been an hour. Before you know it, it's been two hours, and TikTok is. Well, I don't know if you guys use TikTok. That one, people, a minefield. people will tell you that it's they're learning. Home. And I'm just like, you spent in a week, let's say you spent four hours a day, you spent 28 hours on TikTok. Tell me one thing you've learned that you've applied in your life. I mean, there was you know, some good cooking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, what scares me of TikTok is a certain country owns it, right? Or it comes yeah, from a certain country. They can that. dictate what it is that you're consuming. Yeah. They're mm. dictating your algorithm. Mm. So if they decide, well, I'm sure they have agendas already, but if they decide they want to push a particular negative agenda, they could just do it and mm. we're just um, complicit yeah. in it. And we don't mm. realise. <laughs> yeah, it, happen, it happens all the time. Can you imagine? It, 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 do you know yeah. what it's Brainwashing. Like, it's, just, it's the way social media is, right? Like, everyone has an opinion and everyone wants to feel heard and people people like i don't think it's coincidence that um a lot of these platforms they spew a lot of nonsense and have large followings it just i don't know how it happened like people can say anything literally anything a thousand retweets two thousand i'm just like what the hell are you guys even thinking through what you're saying are you gonna fact check this do you, fa yeah. do you actually no fact fact check check what you're running. reading online mm. like i can say anything i just Someone add a picture to it and people yeah. Don't even be quoting me. I'm just like, listen, I, I was joking. <laughs> you know what? No, I saw that as after that happening. I was thinking, no. I, I liked history when I was studying in school and stuff. And I do you remember when I used to have like different sources in the, yeah. in the textbooks, like this is from a newspaper yeah. from that. They cannot rely on tweets in years no. to come because people <laughs> scatter tweets on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. someone tweeted like, because you know the Prince Harry's book came out and all yeah, the scandal. Yeah. They were like, yeah, Prince Harry's favourite artist is Shensia. I saw that. An article <laughs> that. went and took the tweet and put it in something to say, oh, Prince, in his book he said it's Shens <laughs> it was fake news. And they yeah. went and published it. So yeah, in years to come, yeah. I don't know what's going to be in those history papers because yeah. the sources are not valid. Well, I was saying all of that to basically say, like, what's your view on the portrayal of fathers online? Because yeah. I feel like it's quite negative. I do. I feel like we don't hear good, positive. There's no good or positive platforms. I can think of maybe one other than your own. Yeah. yeah. 
but um, I don't think there's that many. I think it's this, the typical, oh, my baby mum, this, yeah, or yeah. that whole kind of negative um, negative stereotype. So one of the reasons, one of the main reasons, I didn't go as far as saying the main reason why I, I chose to come offline was because people thrive in negativity. Like, Hundreds. Literally. Let me give an example. An example is the news, right? The news. So you could watch the 10 o'clock news and it's, or it says it's an hour, right? It'll be 57 minutes of negative news. Mm -hmm. I look glued to the screen. And at the end, it's like, oh yeah, look at this puppy. Jumped over a hoop today. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like it's just like, ridiculous. And it's just, when you think about it, it's the same with social media because it's just like, these are the things people want to, it's like people want to hate. It's so primal to mm. me. You want to be angry. Oh, you, want right. to, you want to, you want to, you, you, this, it, and it's just like, and then someone says, well, I love my dad. And she's like, well, no one asked you. Mm. That's not what we're talking about here. And she's like, okay, excuse me, me. for sharing some positivity. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? No, like, yeah. And that's, it, it's, it's so unfortunate because I feel like it's, it's such a false representation of reality because mm. a lot of people love their dads. Mm. Don't get me wrong. There are people who dislike their dads and have every right to, but don't let social media fool you. It's such a small microcosm of reality. Mm. But unfortunately, it clouds people's judgment. So... These, I'm just, I'm it's just true. having all the the yeah. gems here, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Like, yeah, I, sorry. I read a lot. I read a you lot. Read so. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very educational. So, Some although you're offline, yeah, yeah. figuring out for uh, is everything still online? People know about Everything's the online. Seasons. You know, I'm, 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 I'm. So, season three, I'm work hard. Huh, thank God, I'm working on it. The plan is to release in April. Again, that's to come down and talk and talk their truth. A lot of them are scared to get dragged online, as you can that imagine. Thing. Yeah. Like I just like oh, we just said, people yeah, yeah. No, 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 right. no, no, So no. said to dragged online or but yeah, I'm looking to release in April. I filmed all episodes. I'm just in the middle of editing it. I do my editing myself. Okay. So Is that a new skill? Yeah, I picked up after season one. Season one, it was okay, but I was like, you know what? Do it myself. I could do I could do it myself. So I learned. I actually learned to do like I read a lot, I spend a lot of time with myself, so I just learned I learned how to edit. I did season two with myself. Mm. So um yeah. yeah. Are you excited for the these dads to have their platform to share? Absolutely. Their, I think I think it's so important needed. for dads to feel heard, mm -hmm. right? It, it's a, it, we live in the world, especially online. You see, like when a woman is complaining, the dad is just like, "Oh, well, I'm trying to." Like, oh, no one asked you. It's just like that's literally always what happens. Yeah. And it's just like when a dad wants to say, "Oh, well, I helped," I just like, "Well, that's what's expected from you." It's like, okay, what well, do I say do. here that wins? Yeah, I mean? that was me last uh, a couple of episodes ago. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "Well, you're a dad. Get on with it." Do you see what I'm just like? Yeah. Okay, so you're complaining, but not doing what I'm doing. Someone is saying, "Okay, well, I am doing it." It's like, "Well, no one asked you." Like, but I do, do have sympathy for dads as well, or I'm learning through listening that a yeah. theme is like dads just want to be heard. Yeah, they yeah. look like they're heard because mum's primary carer, mum's this, mum's that, yeah. mum makes the decisions, mm. so they can struggle. Maybe with their masculinity and being a leader yeah. because they're just being told when you can have your child and when you can see. So it's like mm. something to grapple with of their own. Like, who who am I? Am I a yeah. good dad because I'm being told I can only work in these? It's, it's yeah. very layered. The one thing I've realised is that especially men who are actually with their children's mom, if they're like a couple are married, one thing that gets pushed under the carpet, it's kind of like when you first come home with your child, the dad is sort of just ignored for months and end. Months. You've been a captain of the ship for how long? Third party comes to us, it's your child, so I, I hate to use the word third party. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you third party has come You've gone to the hospital as a twosome, you've come back as a threesome, and it's mm -hmm. kind of like you were all of a sudden invisible. People are come to see the child, check the mom, are you okay? Are you this? Are you that? And he's neglected, right? And I'm not saying to take neglected, a is he not? I don't think so. so Wait, how do we define neglect? Yeah, neglect. We need to really. Well, he's been ignored. This. He's been um, ignored. Not, not um, so, in a bad so intentioned way. Neglected, it's happening. So neglected and ignored. Tell me how far apart they are. <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's not intentional it's neglect. Not, like, no, no, mum's no. not like, oh, I'm going to ignore this but, man, but, this but he's being thing. ignored. I didn't say it was intentional. Yeah, mm. no, you I didn't, didn't say it once it was intentional. It just happened to happen, right? But the minute he expresses mm. this, it's challenged like you just you both just did. Why you're not neglected? You're still there. It's like listen, this is just how <laughs> I this is, this, is, this is just how I feel in my house. Like I just yeah, feel and like, the thing is, yeah, but it's your child, so you should yeah, be happy that your child's being loved and looked after. Be, and if you, you if you helped your child too, then maybe you'd be too busy to even feel that way. I've seen that. There we go. Do you see? I don't. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm still here trying to. <laughs> 
Think about the neglect. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, no, I hear it. Maybe I neglect is a strong word. It is a strong word. I think maybe it's a bit dramatic. Feeling a bit outcasted, yeah. maybe feeling a little bit like left out. But you can, know, here's another thing though. If a man has come to tell you he's feeling neglected, how can you come and tell him he's not being neglected or not feeling no, neglected? I'll say your feelings are valid, darling. <laughs> okay, but it's not true. And that's where I that think your feelings are valid. And that's where it ends. And that's as much <laughs> as I can help you. I honestly, you I mean? but it's just, it's tricky because I, I feel like there's so much adjusting to mm. do in that. Like, especially that, you remember what it was like when you first came home with my, like, literally, I think for women, because we've got the whole physical mm. side going on, even mental health. No, but what you're doing, on, you're explaining it. You're explaining it, but he, he still feels how he feels. He feels neglected, but then is, how... And then you're doing the reason. Like, it's valid. This is, this is the point I'm trying to communicate I, to you, that like, these it. are things mm. he's actually feeling, mm. right? He doesn't tend to talk about that. He can't talk to his wife because she's going through it too. Yeah. Talk to his, his friends, it's like, well... Mm. Or talk to other people, it's like, well, she has it worse, so don't complain. It's just like... What now? It is and occurring, but it's occurring for a specific reason yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. explaining. Like, I'm not saying this so ultimately, no. like, we know why it's happening, mm-hmm. but it doesn't negate the fact that he, he feels, feels that way. Feel. Okay, so then, okay, let's flip it then. As a woman, mm-hmm. how do we then receive that information and then what would be the most appropriate response? What would Oof. you want from your partner Oof. or the mother of your child? Yeah. What would you expect from her mm-hmm. when you, if you felt neglected? What you, would you say to her? You know, I... I hesitate to respond to this question because I've never been through this. Okay. Right. Like I said, I, I we were co-parenting from jump, so mm-hmm. I don't feel like this, and I don't want to incorrectly answer on behalf of men who've actually been through this. Okay. But if I was to hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, yeah. If I was to, I would want to feel heard because sometimes it's just I just need to get this off my chest, mm. and then. I kind of need you to understand where I'm coming from. I'm not. It's not an attack. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're doing it intentionally. I'm not saying that you're wrong for it. I'm not saying that you're wrong for caring to our child and your child, our child alone. I'm just saying this is how I feel. And what I would want from a partner and a wife and the mother of my child would be to respond in, in, in sort of like a, I get where you're coming from. It's not permanent. It's temporary, which it is, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know if this is asking for too much. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, which is why I said I've never been through this. Because that could be, she may be, because it's not a secret that women are hormonal when they've just had a child, they're going through, sometimes they go through a personal depression. So she might feel like, on top of how I'm feeling, I now have to take care of someone that, do you know what I mean? And I have to take, and I have to, you know, it's too much for me. So I don't know. I actually don't mm-hmm. know. I think as men, it's important that you have a very, very, very strong support system around you when you're having a child. And Ooh. that's and that's one of the reasons I set my pluck. It's kind of like I need you to understand that it's not just you that's gone through this. Sometimes you mention speak to someone who's been through it before, mm. and they can tell you how to navigate that. The mm. thing when you say support system, there men aren't known for having the greatest support systems. What, Women, what, what, girls, we have our girls about anything. Why? Why is this a thing that people say? How do you know this? Because I, from my, when I've like listened, I feel yeah. like some Listen male relationships, me. men in my life, okay. I feel like male relationships, they can be at a certain level. It, I don't, you could absolutely correct me, mm. but I feel like girls to girl, we might go a bit deeper or share how we're feeling. But then guys, they might just keep it at football. They might just keep it at work. They might just keep it at, at banter. Depends. Does it seem like men t- no, seem no, no. to have that deeper level of connection? You definitely have boys and people, but it's more of like a key. I get, I get what you're what saying. This is what I'm going and, through. Um, it's unfortunate that some people aren't vulnerable in that capacity with their friends. And mm. I think it's very unfortunate. Because you're right. I'm not just being what you're saying, by the way. You're right. Some men, not all men. Yeah, you some. said men are known for this. No. Some men don't have that support system where it's just kind of like, I'm feeling like this. How do I navigate? Because obviously, at, at the same time, you sort of don't want to Show weakness. Mm. You don't want to, and you're not sure how the person responds to how you're feeling because what if that person isn't emotionally mature or feels not emotionally aware of how to cater to what I need in that moment? So it's, mm. I can't go from we've mentioned about, we've mentioned about football for the last five years to all of a sudden, ah, oh, I feel neglected in my own <laughs> household. Do you not do you yeah. like, would you go? It's just, yeah, I don't, no, someone can't make that jump, that adjustment. And for me, I thought like we need to nurture these relationships from now, like in, as in today, right now. Start to sow the seeds. Like I need to be able to communicate with you on, on a deeper level. Mm, I need to be able to say how I'm feeling and not feel judged. I need to say how I'm feeling and not feel like it's going to be thrown in my face. Mm. So, yeah. 
safe spaces, isn't it? Safe, safe spaces, spaces for men to have conversations. Now I'm just sitting because for me, I don't mind sharing this. When I first like um came back from the hospital, blah blah blah, a few weeks later, I was not trying to have sex. <laughs> I ain't trying to do that for shit. First of all, they cut me. Second of all, I've just had a freaking baby come out of me. Third of all, sex is my breast is leaking, Mm. milk. I ain't thinking about sex. That is the last thing. Sorry to be so graphic, but I I need to. I just want to know why that's what you're talking about now. Huh? Neglect is the neglect. Neglect. It's not sexism, is what we're talking about. No, (laughs) I know, but what I'm saying is that was the last thing. How do we get it? You need to trust me on my tangents. It's getting there, it's getting there. And then it's just like, that's the last thing on my mind. And then for me, um, men, I feel like some men, because you're going to correct me. Some men, yeah. Obviously, that's an instinctual thing. Men. Some men like to have sex. Some men need that yes. quite frequently from yeah. their partners. And it's just like for a lot of women or some women or some mothers. You get it, you get it, you get it, you get it. You've made your point, you made your point, what's up? They're unable to yeah. meet that demand mm-hmm. of their partner. Mm. So the man may then feel that he's being neglected mm. that because obviously sex is a way that men communicate. That's mm. how you connect with your partner. That's how you did it. Your intimacy, all of that. And that's a part of you offloading and all of that mm. crap that they talk about. Crap, but mm. all of that stuff that they talk about yeah, when yeah, they're talking about sexual intimacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one part of it. Then the woman may feel as though I've got a baby hell ready. Mm-hmm. I don't need another baby. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah. And it's just that that challenge of trying to maybe balance the fact that you're a mother, Mm. you're catering to somebody who is solely dependent on you Mm. at that point in time, but then also having to split and share and navigate your time into making sure that your partner's being heard. Yeah, yeah, feel it, and um, I think that's the challenge for yeah. women. It's just that, and I just like you don't you don't really go online, but I see it online all the time. Like I'm like I've literally I'm tired, and he's just sitting there like, and it's just that. Like, yeah. How do you you can become so pent in your frustrations with the man because you don't feel like you're a either being supported or b he understands what you've just be, been through or experienced, or even as the child gets older, mm. at every stage is a different thing, and it's just like, yeah, we can feel so. One thing how do you hair how one thing I would say that I've realized, and this is just I'm talking to different men mm. and just different people, it's kind of like the relationship you nurture before you have a child is what's going to carry on after you have a child, right? If you don't a lot of work together, but they haven't created a space where they can talk to each other safely, right? And if I'm explaining to you that this is how I feel, the sex thing is very different, it's very, very different, and I feel like if a man is demanding sex right after you've had a baby, I'll be very surprised. I'm borderline... Concerned? Yeah. I was going to say disappointed even, but yeah, concerned is the word I'm, I'm going to, I'm going with. Yeah, I'd be concerned because it's kind of like, she's been, especially with the first child, she's been for something very traumatic on her body and all that's on your mind is, I need to get my fix now. Are you a leader? Are you empathetic? Are you... Are you? Do you have self-control? Do you have self-control? How can you not control your urges? Like, you actually... Especially if you're in, in, the, in the, the room of her, you actually watched what happened. And all that's on your mind in this moment is sex. Now. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like... Sorry, look, look yeah. at me, it's just like... So, oh it's, if that's the case... Yeah. In, in, She's not sorry. Sorry, in reverse because of sex now. No, <laughs> <laughs> shit. We got cave all over here, boy. Absolutely not. I'm never giving into this. I'm not gonna laugh not once. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, um, in reverse, obviously, if she, if that's what you're demanding, and she says to you, "No, not now," I, it, it, you can't expect to be like, "Oh, I can't do it now." This is the reason why. No. I can I can imagine why she'd be frustrated. Like, who would want to like? It's kind of like something you should know. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I expect it's something that you should know. Mm. If it's something that you know, go and learn. How can you expect her after pumping out your fathead child to be ready to have sex shortly afterwards? Like, come on. Mm. But um, 
I, what you're saying, I, I absolutely agree with it. I think um, what they say is a relationship really going through something, don't bring a child thinking it's going to pace over the cracks. Yeah. All it's going to do is magnify it and make it worse. Absolutely. Right. So it's better if you're able to communicate yeah. on a level, have understanding, have compassion, mm-hmm. prioritise peace so it yeah. hopefully can carry through yeah. when the wave and the shocks and the, you know, yeah. whatever it is having yeah. a child comes into it. If, you equally, if we both don't feel supported or heard before you have a child, why do you think that's going to change after yeah. you have a child? It's not going to get worse. Mm. You know, it doesn't take a genius to figure it out. <laughs> like, why do you think that's going to change? And it cracks me up when people have children in the midst of their problems. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, honestly. No, nah, I'm like jokes aside. Like, yeah, in the yeah, no, midst of your funny. problems, you just came with next. You're pregnant. I'm just like, yeah, no. What? Ca- not what? to be judgmental. <laughs> what the heck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. But then you just have to be happy because they say that children are blessings. And yeah, it goes to this time. Oh, mate, anyway. <laughs> it's another one. <laughs> <laughs> people should stop blaming God for their for miscalculations. Right. Like right. I, we said earlier, some people take responsibility for their decisions. Mm-hmm. That's another one of them. Oh, God sent them. Oh, it's the devil. No, 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 no. Well, they're this so true. You. Blaming this someone. Depending on how you feel, you. that's who you're going to blame. That's a you this problem. That's a you problem. Like, yeah. Honestly. Oh, boy. Good discussion. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Good discussion. So when do, does the new season drop? April the what? April, oh, wow. Oh, okay. I, thought, <laughs> I just wanted to know, so, because um, these are good Off discussions. the top of my head, I feel like it's April 17th. Okay. But I will come back to you on that, yeah. That's that's cool. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm excited. It's just going to be dads and dads alone. Dads and, you know what? I, I was thinking to, to branch out. I think I reached out to one of you to, yeah. I wanted you on it. Um, but I was trying to figure out how to make it make sense. Mm. Right, because it's a show. The way it's, actually, it's not a podcast, it's a show. So it's kind of like I only have seven episodes. I'm planning, how can I make it make sense where it's such that we're collaborating and it's a good, you're glued to your screen. Mm. Like that's, I'm trying to figure that out. And I, but I definitely want you guys on. I, pre, I, I appreciate you guys and what you're doing, honestly. Oh, really? yeah. I've, I've, but I really value the fact that it's dads as well. Yeah. Here. So I get like collaborating the balance. Yeah. It's nice that even for us now to have you on, it's good, but it's good to have a platform where just men just speaking yeah, 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 yeah. freely yeah. or yeah. the things that they're experiencing or going through. And yeah. women, it's good to listen, you know. Mm-hmm. It's only taken me 30 years, but it's actually <laughs> good. Honestly, 20s Honestly. are struggle. But now, yeah. listen, you learn a lot. You learn. You learn. And I've taken away prioritizing peace. Yeah, you because it's easy not to, you know, if you're feeling grudged or something yeah. but prioritise peace it can just dictate everything else mm. I mean for me it's just speaking less and listening more <laughs> that's a big <laughs> learning which is something though. for me you, yeah. you already know I'll be off on tangents and I'll just be talking but sometimes just do you know what I, um, and just pe- listen people that are new to this I, I would just say that um, when someone says something to you your first thought in your mind isn't your own you have no control over it you have control over your second thought right so the first thing you feel like doing or feel like saying, don't say it or don't do it. It could be, take a second. You can need to walk out of the room, walk out of the room. Gather your thoughts and come back because what you do next, that's your decision. And so that's true. what you're going to be held to. The first thought's often reactionary, isn't it? It's yeah, the yeah, yeah. reactionary. That's, that's, that's the starting point for anyone that's listening. Like, if you want to prioritise peace, do that. That was a... S- Excellent gem. I don't even need to ask you for any tips. <laughs> there have been, there have been <laughs> plenty. been listening. There have been plenty. No, perfect. Do you think we've? Is there anything else that you wanted to highlight specifically? Oh, you spoke. You know what? When you sent me the brief about this, you 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 mentioned something that I actually do want to touch on: the feminism ahead. and the erasure of. Um, yeah, I was gonna touch on that, but I thought, is it a bit too techy? Like, I don't want to no, get too good. technical. Okay, let's go. Then. Do you want to go? Yeah, so you yeah, so like and where I was heading with that was like mm. everything's so like, yay, women, mm. women's rights, women's mm. empowerments, women working, mm-hmm. women becoming female bosses, entrepreneurs. Mm. We don't need no man. I we don't, don't need, need no man. We don't need to be in relationships. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So where do where does a father fit into all of that? And is feminism absolutely uprooting, you know, the whole infrastructure of the family, nuclear family, or the co-parenting Like, how does that dynamic work? Um, I, it's not. It's not going to work. It's, it's not anything. It's not, it's not doing any of that. Um, feminism at its core, I believe, is it's a change. It's a change to social, economic, and political environments to make sure that um, women have the same options mm-hmm. that men do. Equality is what we're fighting for. That's what I believe we're fighting for, right? But then when you delve deeper into feminism, there's different types, mm-hmm. right? There's eco-feminism, there's social feminism, there's liberal feminism. There's a few others. Like, but off the top of my head, I think the main one I really want to touch on that 
is that gets people going, and which is all the things you spoke about, is radical feminism. And that's where women are trying to completely dismantle every structure because mm -hmm. it's catered towards being a privilege to men at a disadvantage to women. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in doing that, um, some men feel threatened by what's happening because they feel like they're losing a position of power, position of influence. Mm. And you mentioned something along, along the lines of the erasure of, uh, erasure of, tell me by email, I can't remember. You're quoting my email now. <laughs> but with that, with what you're talking about there, yeah. men feeling threatened is that is that you think is what's it's, bringing it's emergence a, of the whole red pill thing? Yeah, yeah. the red pill community, all of that. The community. I feel like it, it's not coincidence that um, with the rise of these self-proclaimed feminists online, who make a lot of noise but don't do much work. That's led to the rise of incel community and the red pill community. I don't think it's coincidence. I feel like when you suppress any community of people. It's only a matter of time before they start to fight back. We've mm -hmm. seen it happen over, over the course of history. By race, by gender, mm -hmm. by anything, by religion. Mm -hmm. It's only a matter of time before they fight back. And I am very much pro-feminism. What I'm not pro of is how some people act out and talk about it. Because... Find the men, they're useless, mm. they're this, they're That's that. That's what it was, erasure of masculinity and male presence. Erasure of masculinity and male presence. Sorry yes. guys, I really don't know how I came up with such great <laughs> lingo. Erasure of masculinity and male Honestly. presence. Honestly. Thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, I'm very much pro change the system, change, because I believe it's everyone's given right to have equal opportunity, equal access to anything they want. It can't just be for men. It literally can't just be for men. Mm. You know, we need you. As much as I believe you need us, I love to hear that. Like, that's it's a, in my opinion, it's an ecosystem. Yeah. Like yeah, everyone needs to respect every, uh, what everyone's doing. It's uh, but yeah, I feel like actual men, actual leaders, recognize the fact they recognize their position. I don't need to debate with you whether I'm needed or not. I don't need to be debate with you online. That do you know what I mean? I, <sighs> because you're I, secure in who you are and what you need to do, you're gonna get it done. It cracks, you're not gonna argue with anyone yeah. about what your purpose is because mm. it is. It cracks up when I see men online in the little forums and the group chats talking about women at this, women at that. I'm just like, do you know or do you recognize what gender that kind of behavior was associated with back in the day? Like, men would be in rooms talking about politics and doing this, and there'll be groups of women in the kitchen discussing and debating certain things. And now the, the reverse has happened now. Women are making moves and you're in group chats discussing how they're, they're taking over all this, they're doing this, they're doing that. It's like, you've actually, you, you're embracing your femininity now that like mm. you've accused them of having. <laughs> you've accused them of being, of being such and such. What you're doing is you're perpetuating this behavior. And I don't understand it. I actually don't understand it. I remember I've been out to a few group chats and Twitter circles and I left them with swiftness. I just like, mm -mm 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 -mm. I want no parts of this. I want, like, I'm not going to sit and listen to you or watch you complain about women dating, dating out. Don't get me wrong. I do I do appreciate like an occasional rant. Like get, get stuff off your chest. I know she's made you, she's annoyed you. Fine, get off your chest. But every day, <laughs> <laughs> every day, at some point you're just going to be like, you know what, I'm part of the problem. You mm. know, so I, yeah. But and in regards to racial masculinity, um, the people that say things like that, I feel like they're very much the the... Men are this, men are that. Men are men eat, men men hunt, men go out. To their leaders are this, they're that. Our women should be subservient. It's like, boy, good luck to you and your wife, boy. Because I, I don't believe there's any such thing as erasure of masculinity. I don't believe in it. Um, I will be honest. I do have an issue with how black boy joy is portrayed in the media. That's the one thing that I have an issue with. Because I'm when I got okay, that. Okay, can you give us a bit of insight into black boy joy? So Black Boy Joy, if my understanding of it is correct, is to change the stereotypes around black men. Let's celebrate us. We're not just thugs, we're not criminals, because we know we've been depicted in media, in films, on TV, in the news, everywhere pretty much as an, as a problem, mm. right? And then we have like white people come on there, the, the white knights, they come and on their horses us. and save, yeah? <laughs> um, so I, I believe Black Boy Joy was just to change the narrative around us. And as a result, um, we have, it's usually pastel colours, bright pink, bright blue. He has a flower in his hair. He's nude. He's been in his teeth. I'm like, you, 
it does it's not a problem as such but there are other ways you could express or show black boy joy it doesn't have to be that it doesn't have to be just that. the absolute total opposite it's, of, of a different I mean? spectrum you know what I mean? like, more I, I can black boy joy is also I spend hoodies I can wear black and express black boy joy like do you know what I mean? Like, why mm. is it always pastel colours and flowers? Like, it doesn't even... It, it can... At more time, these men are doing it for the paycheck as well, which I understand. And But it just makes me sad, you know? Like, mm. there are other ways for you to express yourself and be happy in media. Like, and show the range because there's no... The was range, it? There's no monolith there of black go. man or, like, black woman. Yeah, there it is. There's diversity within there us and how we all have to be do mm. the total opposite and be the extreme, I guess. There it is. Show the there gradients Show the range. I like that. Show the range. The range. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm for feminism. I, I'm for uprooting and changing everything. It's just how it's gone about. Mm, that's what I have a I have a an issue with problem with. Yeah, you, you we see it all the time when idiots get in power. You're just you're more of a problem. Are you going to set back the movement? Well, that's a conversation for another day. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so where can we find you, Chris? Um. So he's once a week checking. Oh, no, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, yeah. You know what? Um, Where's the, the best? Right place? now, the Is best Twitter? place to find. No, oh, right no. now, the best place to find. I started a newsletter recently, and that's Ooh. because I don't. It means I don't have to interact back and forth with people. <laughs> okay. I can just talk my stuff, and you know, you can leave comments and stuff, and we can interact in that way. But um, I don't have to be privy to your people's opinions online. I don't have to. But anyway, consume. so I, I see what that's. Yeah, that's consumed. But I see what it's. Um, livingwithintention.substack.com okay um, if you want to follow me on Instagram it's Chris underscore Topper if you want to follow me on, so on Twitter it's Chris underscore Topper as well um, then there's also figuring out fatherhood underscore that's on Instagram if you want to find me another is the old series still on YouTube old series still on YouTube, YouTube. yeah yeah it's all on my YouTube is um, youtube.com forward slash Chris Topper no underscore just one word Chris Topper Cool. Yeah. Lovely, jubbly. Well, thank you so much for joining thank you us for today. Me. It's refreshing, man. It's very it's refreshing. refreshing. A good conversation. I'm very glad. insightful. Learned a lot. I hope you guys captured those gems and you, you take great, them man. and you action thank them you. in your lives. Thank you. Um, we are Mama Drama Pod on every single platform and we are out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>